Jaquin, the Corona Kid, if you will. I hope it finds you well today. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And uh, thank everybody so much uh, as uh, we're recovering uh, from the coronavirus. Uh, as most of you know, I spent... Uh, better part of the week in the hospital. I'm now at home. Uh, I'm doing the home thing uh, live uh, on the show from a landline. Uh, Believe it or not, those still exist uh, in my bed of all places uh, as the show must go on. Uh, Eric is still uh, in the hospital. Again, please, uh, all your prayers for for Eric. Uh, The good news is uh, he's he's kind of stabilized here. Uh, let's get another big round of prayers going for him, and, and let's get him uh, on the mend, and hopefully uh, uh, being able to get him to be at home and start resting. And uh, it's been a traumatic, obviously, last several weeks. Uh, we've got a great staff uh, that has been on top of it. Nothing has stopped at Patriot. Uh, all the medals plans are done. Matter of fact, today, I know the girls are shipping today. Uh, we're a thousand percent caught up uh, in the Phoenix office as of today. Uh, I've got Jason, Jason Walker, who uh, he runs Colorado for us. Uh, Jason, uh, we, we're caught up in Colorado as well, correct? Yeah, we're caught up. I'm calling the people in for the special we ran two weeks ago, but all, all, almost all the medals programs are gone. I got a couple of guys that just haven't shown up and picked them up. So yeah, it's everything's caught up. Yeah, the, the, the specials we've had the last two weeks are they're coming in. Where I'm calling those guys in too. So yeah, we're we're good. They're coming in and going right out. Uh, we got more uh, specials to go. Yesterday we ran uh, the silver quarter special. I'll let you know that special stays today. Uh, we're under a hundred rolls, so we had uh, we sold a little over halfway through our allotment of rolls of silver quarters. Uh, so if you're looking to buy silver at a discount, here's the nice thing: uh, the silver price as we get closer to twenty, uh, silver again above nineteen dollars to the ounce again this morning. Uh, the premiums are coming in a little bit. Unfortunately, Silver Eagles uh, still unobtainium, uh, and if you get them, you know you're just paying uh, eight and ten dollars over spot, and, and that's just way, way too much. So uh, the junk silver, the utility silver, if you will, uh, always a great alternative, and 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 getting less expensive uh, makes me even more excited. Uh, rolls one through nine. You can pick up rolls of silver quarters. There's 40 quarters in a roll. And right now, Jason, it's almost two gallons of gas. Right. Uh, a lot of times you used to use the analogy a silver quarter would get you a gallon of gas. Uh, now it's, it's approaching two gallons of gas. Uh, but there's 40 in a roll or almost 80 gallons of gasoline for $175. Uh, if you buy 10 to 24 rolls, save another $5, take it down to 170 a roll. Uh, if you buy a quarter bag, that's 25 rolls. Now, we can't even do four quarter bags today. But if you want to buy a quarter bag or three, three is the most I could sell today, uh, another $5 off a roll. So you're down to $165, but a quarter bag would be $4,125. Uh, 
so you're really uh, getting a price where uh, before I got sick, this would have been uh, below my cost. These retails would have been way below cost. Uh, cost uh, was almost four dollars over spot. Uh, so, so take advantage. Put some more silver away. We've got a great gold special. I'll share that with you at the halftime break. I'm still chasing some final numbers on that, but we're going to have a gold special to go along with it today at eight hundred nine five one. Zero five at nine two. A little tougher day for me today. I'm not sure why. Just uh, sleep has been uh, at a premium today. Well, and actually, since I've been home, uh, sleeping has been uh, uh, difficult. Dealing with the inflammation left over from COVID uh, has been. Uh, Jason can tell you he's got a real keen ear. When when I, when uh, we talked this morning, he's like. Uh, so not as good today. I mean, that was like the first words out of your mouth today. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, just one of those things. It's 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 one of these um, things in dealing with the aftermath of this and what this thing is. And and I don't know. You know what? I don't know. Is this the thing that uh, appeared out of nature? Right. That just was part of the the evolution of things. Uh, I tend to, I'm not in that camp. I don't believe that. Uh, I do believe that, that this was weaponized, uh, whether it was weaponized on purpose or accident. That, that I could debate, right? That's just my, and these are just my personal opinions. You know, and everybody has, I know Jason has his thoughts on it. Uh, you know, the people at Fox or CNN and everybody, everybody has an opinion. And, and, you know, when we talk about economically, right, it doesn't matter what your opinion is when it comes to COVID-19. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you think it was just a ev- normal evolution and made a jump from uh, animal to humans, whether this was a premeditated attack or an accident or whatever it may be. How do we deal with it economically we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Eric and why we got back together. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. Joe Jake went with Jason Walker here on this this Tuesday. I would tell you the date, but I don't even know what the date is. Jason, do you know what date? What the date is? This is Tuesday, July fourteenth. It's sixty-five degrees in Johnstown. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually very cool in Johnstown. We've had these high nineties and hundred-degree days. And uh, but tonight, today, this morning's a little cooler, so maybe a little, little relief here. Well, that yeah, we've had some hot days here in the Valley of the Sun. It's supposed to cool down uh, this week. Of course, cool down here in the Valley is something under 110 uh, for the highs. I know we haven't. I don't think we've been below 90 degrees in like 72 hours. <laughs> like not even like at three o'clock in the morning. I don't believe. And, and I don't think Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I don't think in those three days that we got below 90. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that we never got below 90 degrees. Uh, and usually, usually, uh, you know, early, early in the morning, you can get into the, you know, the mid to low 80s. But uh, that hasn't happened. But hopefully a uh, cooling trend here 
coming to, to, to Arizona after the last uh, three or four days been pretty warm. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see. It's summertime. I mean, that's just what you get here. No monsoons. Uh, it, it seems like uh, some years they don't come at all anymore, and when they do come, uh, they come later and later. But, yeah, no monsoons to be found yet, uh, no rain whatsoever. We usually get ours, uh, in, uh, we get ours in July, usually, so it could still be coming. Yeah, it's usually for us, too. And, and so, you know, already July's half over. Uh, still haven't seen one yet, but uh, fingers crossed. Uh, that we'll be getting into it. But it's so funny as I'm watching uh, TV because, you know, in the studios at the office, we don't we don't have the TV there. We're in the studio. We know we're doing our show. I've got my laptop. Uh, my wife still hasn't allowed me to have access to my laptop. Uh, I'm hoping that uh, tomorrow I may have it. Uh, she's actually, believe it or not, uh, Sarah, Brooke, and Arlene are at the office right now in Phoenix, in the Phoenix office. Um, my wife has already called to uh, voice her displeasure uh, with the COVID cleaning that had been done at the office and is now doing another round uh, and said that uh, the good news, Jason, she's going to bring my laptop home. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> so that that's a positive. She I thought she was. Keep, I thought she was not. keeping it away from you so that you wouldn't uh, look at it and get stressed. She out. is. She is. She said that she's going to bring it home. She hasn't decided whether or not I'm going to be able to plug it in because <laughs> I keep telling her I need to plug it in. I've got passwords and and uh, things of that nature that 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 need to get done. So if you've sent me an email. Or something like that, and and haven't heard a response. That's why uh, I'm not even allowed on my email. And my my wife is is trying to save. She's trying to save me from myself. Is is really what she's trying to do. And so, uh, but anyway, that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, Joe, I was gonna I was gonna throw something in there. You were talking about silver quarters. I didn't get a chance to jump in, but I just wanted to add one thing that the the silver quarter. You know, you can get two gallons of gas now for that one silver quarter. And I was just sitting there thinking, you know, uh, you can't get a fair price versus the spot price for silver eagles right now. But there's probably oil tankers just floating out in the ocean with not nobody wanting to buy it right now. So it's, <laughs> even though there's more demand for oil worldwide, <laughs> but silver. That's a great point, you know. Oil is forty dollars a barrel, and, and there's hardly anybody that wants to buy it. And uh, Silver Eagles, uh, the U.S. Mint, even though they're ramping production now again, finally uh, unable to meet the demands. I I have a funny feeling. Twenty twenty one, we're going to see Silver Eagle production across uh, the forty million ounce mark again. Uh, I, I really do believe that. Uh, I'm looking at the demand here in 2020. As long as they can stay uh, open. With, as long as they well, can stay open. Well, that's the key. It, it's going to be can they stay open. And I was talking about watching the TV because I don't get to do that at the office. During the break, here's what I'm watching. So I'm watching. Uh, we just set a record for June. This was a June number. The national debt. For the month of June, eight hundred. It was either eight forty-six or eight sixty-four. Eight hundred forty-six or eight hundred sixty-four. I think it was eight hundred sixty-four billion dollars in one month. 
Yep. yep. I mean, you're you're talking about hey, well, that that's I mean, just you're just missing a trillion by 140 billion dollars in a month. A month. <laughs> in a month, not 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 a quarter. In a month. 26 trillion, uh, oh, oh. 26 trillion, 519 billion in counting is where the U.S. Debt, national debt is now. So, so we've already added another 500 trillion or 500 billion in the last couple of weeks, right? Yep. Uh, at this pace, by the end of July, uh, 27 trillion. I mean, it, it's incredible how fast now uh, these debt levels are going. And then, and then right after that, so then the next number I see, I've got the volume off. But in the last, now they're, they're going back 16 weeks now. Um, and I don't know, uh, you know, my, my, my brain's still a little mushy. Uh, layoffs for COVID here in the U.S. really didn't start till March. Uh, but let's just kind of assume that this 16 weeks, it's got to be pretty close. Yeah, it's Joe. The, fifth, the last fifteen, the last fifteen weeks. So I know we have another jobs jobless claims on Thursday, but the last fifteen weeks we we bridged past uh, fifty million jobless claims. In yeah. So weeks. the number I saw on the TV set was forty nine million, or forty forty nine point nine eight million. So just according to the TV, just the just the smidge under. Let's just round it up here: fifty million people have filed for, for unemployment in 15 weeks which is 15 weeks yeah which is a third of our workforce that means 33 percent of the country that had a job have filed for unemployment now it doesn't mean they haven't been rehired okay but somewhere along this trend they have filed for unemployment and I sit there and I'm watching like Wall Street and all these things. You don't think you need to have gold? Are you kidding me? Right? And, and it brings me back to, um, in the story I said I was going to talk to you yesterday about Eric and I. And, and Jason will tell you, you know, Eric and I have been working probably for the better part of I don't know, what would you say, Jason, in the last year and a half, trying to find a role in a way, you know, because Eric wanted to, to get back into things, and uh, for a while there he was thinking about doing a his own show, remember, Jason, oh, yeah. and we were going to yep. try to do syndication, and we were going to do this, and, th- and we probably did two or three different things. Not probably, we did. And they just didn't work, you know, and, and I would, and it would be funny, I would say, ah, Eric's really not into that, or or Eric would be like, ah, it doesn't sound like this is really what you're into, and, and, and we just, we are trying to find a way to do something together, you know, because Eric and I have always been uh, good partners, and and it just wasn't happening, and we kind of left it. We had kind of left it as, eh, you know, we tried, wasn't meant to be, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, this COVID thing happens. And I remember back when Nancy Pelosi and Chucky Schumer were going on TV and and uh, accusing us of being bad little racists 
for not uh, going to Chinatown, right? And, and remember, this was, you know, not, not, you know, get out and eat in Chinatown, you know, because Trump was calling it the Wuhan virus or the Chinese virus. Uh, nobody wears a mask. Matter of fact, they were on TV all the time telling you there's no reason for a mask. Right, Jason? Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? All right. day long, right? And, and how dare you not go to Chinatown and eat and do this and that? And, of course, now, you know, nobody should ever leave their home ever again and all of these other things. But Eric calls me. It was, I'll never forget it because it was a Friday. And I was on the golf course, and I believe he was on the golf course somewhere else. And he started leaving me messages, voicemails on my on my phone, and I was listening to the voicemails, and I didn't want to respond because they they I'll be honest with you they were they one of them had angered me because Eric was was uh, talking about. Hey, if we can't find a way to do business, then I guess we're going to have to compete against each other. And uh, I had gotten home, and I played it for my wife, you know, and and she's just like, you know, she knows us well, and she's like, you know, it's just typical of you two. You two just need to sit down and talk to each other, you know. And, and of course, I'm telling her, well, I've done this. I've tried. You know, I tried this, and I tried that, and it didn't work, and blah, 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 and da, da, da. And uh, eventually, you know, you listen to your wife because they know what they're talking about. And Eric and I agreed to meet at our office Saturday morning. So I called them Friday night. You know, and we, and a matter of fact, I think we, I did it through text. I don't even think I called him. But we set up a meeting Saturday morning. So I drove down to the office. Jason will remember, because I called you, Jason. Oh, yeah. I remember all of it. Right, remember? And I was telling Jason, and we were trying to go over all the scenarios and all of those things. And it was just so so funny because when, when I got there and we started talking it was it was really obvious what what was motivating Eric and he was like Joe I've got to warn people I've got to do this this is what's going to happen and he starts essentially doing a radio show right in front of me and I, it took me back to when I first started with Eric, I was matter of fact, and a lot of you will remember, Robbie Noel was still here. My father-in-law had come to town. Uh, Eric, me, you know, the four of us were working together. Uh, then, then Robbie had left, and of course, uh, my father-in-law and Eric were had a very volatile relationship. Uh, then Eric and I became partners. Uh, Eric had bought the the office that I'm in now that I own now. Eric had actually bought that office, and we had moved in uh, in 2005. 
we moved into the office that that I that that I own now. I own the building now, but but Eric owned it previously, and we had done that because we had gotten on the air in Arizona. Most people don't know this. Patriot was a mail or we were mail order for the first oh man, almost ten years. Probably well, the first eight years of the company, it was mail order. Nobody came to the office uh, to pick up product. I mean, that was unheard of. Now you called, you placed an order, uh, and we shipped it to you. Um, and we got on the air. We started doing a weekend show in Phoenix. And we had a customer. Matter of fact, he's still a customer. The guy just ordered a couple of weeks ago. When we return, I'll tell you... I'll, tell, I'll get to the story, I promise I will, of why Eric wanted to come back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast launched by Phyllis Schlafly, who served as an articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Upholding that legacy and himself an author, national speaker, and attorney, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. If there's one thing you can count on from bureaucrats, it's that they'll seize any opportunity to excuse their own underperformance. The education elites are no different. I predict that a decade from now, so-called education experts will still be blaming COVID-19 for dismal test scores. Before they even get the chance to start lobbing excuses, let's remember just how bad American public schools were before the virus ever came onto the scene. The premier measure of the state of our schools is something called the nation's report card. It's the biggest nationwide test in the core subjects. According to this test, fourth graders were more likely to believe we fought Hitler and the Germans in the Civil War than in World War II. On top of this, only 21% of students could identify the Soviet Union as the leading communist nation during the Cold War. Students literally could have done better if they picked randomly. It's clear to see our nation's public schools weren't in great shape before COVID-19, but that won't change how educators will blame the disruption caused by the virus for their future failures. Parents are left with a very big choice to make. Either you can leave your children in the public schools and try to supplement their education as best you can, or you can pursue a different option like private schooling or homeschooling. Private schools aren't always accessible to all families, and homeschooling can be intimidating before you've tried it. So I'm not saying that there's one right answer for every situation. Every parent has to make the choice for themselves. However, I will say that parents should not base their choice only on the propaganda put out by the government-funded education establishment. Millions of children don't attend the public schools every year. Online resources make homeschooling more accessible than ever before. The opportunities out there for parents and families, they're endless. As you consider what to do with your children this coming fall, do your own research and make your own choices. Ultimately, it's up to you to raise your children. Treat that responsibility with pride and with reverence. You'll be glad you did. Parents and grandparents, jumpstart the education of that child you love so much with a proven phonics course. With Turbo Reader, anyone at any age can learn to read. For free information on Phyllis Schlafly's Turbo Reader, call toll-free 1-866-TRY-TURBO. Open the door to a lifetime of reading and self-motivation. Call 1-866-TRY-TURBO. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. 
Hey, welcome back. Pedro Radio News Hour here on this Tuesday, 800-951-0592. Uh, just telling the, the story here. You know, going back um, to 0405, uh, when uh, my father-in-law and Eric uh, split up, if you will, um, both of them wanted me to become a partner with them, right? Uh, Jim, my father-in-law, wanted me to, to branch out with him. Eric wanted me to stay with him. You know, I was kind of in a in a catbird seat of, of picking, and, of course, I think I made the right choice in, in becoming partners with Eric. And, you know, it wasn't, you know, I didn't get handed to it. I had to buy it. And I had, uh, my wife and I had actually took a, a second mortgage out. This was back when our housing in, in Arizona, you go to bed at night, it'd be worth another $1,000. We took a second mortgage on our house to buy half of Patriot from, from Eric. And Eric and I became partners. And we had decided to move. We had an office at Carefree, which was ridiculous to get to. I mean, you're just so far out of the way, not even near a freeway. And now we had these Arizona customers wanting to come and pick up product. We couldn't talk them out of it. Didn't matter. I mean, they'd drive 45, 50 minutes one way. They didn't care. They wanted to meet us. And, and so uh, we moved to a more centralized location. And, and I was serious. You know, this was this was all the money I had in the world. And Eric was out early on um, in 05 when we had just moved in making ridiculous claims. General Motors is going to go to zero. And I'll never forget that show. General Motors was $42. We had just moved into this office. I had just become a partner. I didn't even be, be I wasn't even a partner in the building. He, that was separate, right? Which, you know, that's just how it, it was. You know, I, I, now I've got to pay rent uh, at a building. And uh, I wanted to be serious. And after the show, I was angry, and, and Eric and I had this discussion. I'm like, dude, you can't make all these ridiculous claims. Gold was like, I don't know. I want to say gold was in the fives at the time, maybe the sixes, five, six hundred dollars. And he's talking about General Motors going to zero and gold going to two thousand dollars. It was just outrageous, and and he listens to me, right? And I'm I'm ranting about, hey, we're trying to build, you know, my vision of things, right? Uh, credibility with our listeners, right? And we're trying to build a reputation of guys that, you know, you know, because these gold guys make these outlandish stuff, right? They're always way out there. And, and Eric listens to it and says, and he just kind of, like he does, he's a funny guy. He uses humor a lot to disarm me and says to me, he goes, dude, I didn't say that for shock. He goes, it's going to happen. He goes, mark my words, and we wrote it down, you know, we wrote it down. 
And sure enough, obviously, you fast forward, General Motors went to zero. Uh, you know, gold got to $1,900, but, but uh, pretty close. And, and, and ever since then, I started to have an, an even deeper appreciation for Eric because he does have that ability, doesn't he, Jason, to see things that most of us don't see? Oh, yes. Wouldn't you agree? Yep, I do see right? that. Right? Yeah, yep. He's... He sees things most of us don't see. And, and, yeah, he uses a lot of humor, and he makes you laugh, and he's a great storyteller. But he sees things. There's a reason he came back to Patriot. It had nothing to do with... Uh, hey, I'm looking to to get back into to the gold business per se. That really wasn't his, his motivation. He's not a partner of Patriot. He doesn't uh, he doesn't own any piece of the company. Me and him own part of the, we, we we share ownership of the radio station. Eric and I, but he doesn't own any part of Patriot. But when he sat me down on that Saturday. And he says to me, Joe, this is what's coming. And I need to provide for my family. And he said, I know you're going to think it's crazy, but this is what's going to happen. And he started talking about gold. And he wasn't talking about 3,000, 4,000, 5,000. Hell, he didn't even say 10. He said, the first number he said to me was 25,000. He calmed it down. To 20. And then he started talking about Wall Street. And he said, Wall Street's going to rally. And of course, I'm sitting there going, What are you talking about? Wall Street going down. Right? COVID's coming. Da, da, da. It's, it's gonna, we're going we're gonna to test the lows. Right? This is what I'm thinking in my mind. And, of course, we were both right. Wall Street did go down. We didn't go anywhere near the lows, right? We didn't get back to the old previous all-time highs of 14,000 or anything like that. And, uh, and of course, now Eric's the rally back part is right. And And he talked about inflation. He talked about how...
going to have on the entire country. And the fact that gold was going to take a new central role in all of this. And yet here we are, and it's starting to look like the beginning of what Eric was talking about is happening. Patriot Radio News Hour, we'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. I don't know where we're at on the quarter rolls. Uh, I know we're about out. I know that we're below 100 rolls left. Uh, rolls of U.S. silver quarters, uh, one through nine, 175. Buy 10 rolls, 10 to 24 rolls, 170 a roll. If you want to buy a quarter bag, uh, that's 25 rolls. That would take you down to $165 a roll or $4,125 for the quarterback. I just saw silver tick through on my TV here at $19.56 an ounce. Uh, so make sure you, you, you buy on the, the premiums coming in. Uh, silver's getting ready, and actually silver's already started moving here. Uh, breaking above twenty twenty dollars is going to be a big number. Uh, I I actually think twenty five dollars silver before the end of the year. I'm not an Eric guy, you know. Uh, Eric was talking, you know, twenty thousand dollar gold, you know, five hundred dollars silver type things. Um, and as I watch this and I'm seeing this and I look at one month. June, you know, which is not a, you know, June's an ordinary month. $864 billion of debt in a month. I mean, that's $10 trillion for the year. Now, it's only a month, but this is where we're heading. Uh, You look at the balance sheet of the Federal Reserve and you look at what they're doing and buying all this. And we got Tesla. No offense to Tesla, I don't know anything, you know, I know they make some cars, you know, what did they sell, I don't know, 100, 200,000 cars, maybe, right, and they have a market cap now that says they're bigger than J.P. Morgan? Really? <laughs> right, really, That that's, that's our reality? Our reality has to be, dude, if Tesla's really worth more than J.P. Morgan, how much trouble are we in? I mean, J.P. Morgan's got, you know, if, if, if you'd say, okay, what's the best bank that we would have in the nation? I think most people would probably say J.P. Morgan, right? He, you know, they're the best bank. And, and, and they probably have, I don't even know, I'm going to guess, 30% of all the deposits in the country. And some guy that, that, no offense, I'm sure he's a genius, you know, the pot-smoking Elon Musk. I and, and But again, when Eric was talking to me, this was the stuff that he was, was saying is coming. These enormous bubbles everywhere uh, that, that, that tried to obscure and hide, and the the he saw the massive spending that was going to be taking place, and and really the the continued. And here was the part that got sad. 
going to hollow out and finish off the middle class. This is what this this round is. You know, we saw it during the financial crisis, right? We saw that that a lot of people were falling from uh, upper middle class to middle class, from middle class to lower middle class, and then from lower middle class right into poverty. And and that trend, Eric, Eric thinks this is going to be uh, a mainstay of this. And, you know, and if you just look at numbers today, 50 million people have filed for unemployment claims. The extra money is going to be gone now. The government's already said this. This is, I mean, California just reshut back down. How, how is this all supposed to work? And and I think that what what Eric saw was never ending of spending coming out of the government and the central bank until it all breaks apart. Where we're on that that track now, right? The 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 pace they call what MMT I think the modern money theory which uh, on, on the concept of it makes no sense which is oh we can just keep printing it all uh, and of course Eric I think you know at least once a week since he's been back has been reading everyone you know that definition of inflation um, know this especially those of you that have listened to my uncle for the last two and a half decades he does say some outlandish things but they happen it's not a scare thing or a humor thing well, this is what he sees Joe and I, I agree with most of, of Eric's predictions I think a lot of it is he's right on the nose I, I don't I don't agree with every single uh, some of the details no neither do I but neither I, do I Jason I don't agree with it either I think what's amazing about the guys that are running Patriot now is is uh, if we were like a, a weather forecast team uh, Brian and myself on our show we, we, we tell you why these storms have happened in the past and why this is going to happen again you're the guy that's actually, you know, digs the numbers up. It's like, well, look, the numbers are telling us there's going to be a storm. And then Joe or Eric is the one that sees it first coming. Uh, that's kind of how I see yeah. our team. He, he does. He's a guy, and I'll tell you a great little uh, story about Eric. Before I ever worked for Patriot, uh, my boys were, were young, young. Joey was probably three, and Boo was... Who wasn't very even? It wasn't even, my youngest. Was couldn't have been one, maybe one. Uh, we went to Roosevelt uh, Lake. Sarah and I. Uh, Eric brought the motor home and, and the boat. And I'll never forget it. We're out on the lake, and it's somewhere around noon or one o'clock. Beautiful day out. Eric's like, we got to bring the boat in right now. A storm's coming. And I'm looking, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Dude, I'm not kidding you. By 3 o'clock, boats were trapped out on the lake. It's, that's just the vision this guy's got. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Hey, final segment before we leave here today. Don't forget, uh, have uh, Eric in your prayers. Kind of a little tribute show uh, today to him, the... Uh, talking about that that story at, at Roosevelt Lake, and it was just so uh, appropriate because it was such a great day. Uh, 
and Eric gets us off the lake, and I'm just sitting, uh, you know, on the beach there and talking to my wife because I love Eric, and I'm just like, gosh, I go, what's he thinking? It's beautiful out here. You know, we were having such a great time, and she's like, that's just, he's always been that way. And you know what my wife, though, said, don't worry, a storm's coming. And I'm not kidding you, within a couple of hours, everybody is, I mean, it's thunder, I mean, it's thunder, it's lightning, people can't get their boats out fast enough, and all of this stuff, it's just, he's got a gift, he's told you about it, put the time to put it away. This is something where I think over the next five years you are going to see uh, Eric's vision playing out for you. Today I got a great item, uh, AU $10 Liberty. So the AUs, this is the gold piece, the half ounce, uh, almost uncirculated. So these things things are going to be sharp. Uh, really good looking coins. I'm, I'm told that there's lots of dates in there. Uh, a lot of times when you deal with other guys, you get, uh, better, uh, graded material, especially the Liberties. You only get 1900, 1904, or 1907. Here you're gonna get a lot of dates, a lot of pre-1900 dates. Uh, right now, a regular $10 Liberty is 1035. So you're going to go up to an AU and almost uncirculated, uh, one through nine, a thousand twenty-five. So he's ten bucks less than our circulated coins. If you buy ten or more, take another ten bucks off. Ten or more at a thousand and fifteen dollars. Uh, and don't forget, rolls of quarters, one through nine, 175, 10 through 24, 170. A quarter bag, uh, takes them down to 165 a roll or 4,125 at 800, 951-0592. And just think about this. This coin here, uh, it's a little over a thousand dollars. Eric thinks, in the next five years or so, you're going to be staring at 10000 for one. Right? 10000 for one. Right? Not 1200 or 1500 10000 I mean, and this is the kind of thing that, that, you know, we don't talk a lot about that type of stuff here because we, we like to be current and, and, and all of those things. But just ha- understand what Eric sees and why it was he wanted to come back to Patriot to warn and, 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 and give everybody the opportunity to see the storm that he sees coming. And you start looking today, and you start really looking at these numbers. It's hard to see them not being right. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow. Everybody take care. God bless. Say your prayers for Eric.